and welcome to the Great Game Debate Podcast, where friends come together to talk about video games and our lives. As always, I'm your host, Katie Barthel Lane, and joining me, of course, is the godfather of the debate himself, Joner Gomer. How you doing, Joner Gomer, that's me! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big shout out to uh, Hunter Pearson for helping me come up with my, uh, my new legal name. It is Joner Gomer, mm-hmm. so uh, please refer to me as already. so. Yeah, just have to have the notary sign it off, and yep. we're good. Yep. <laughs> also, of course, uh, joined by my other regular co-panelists, the Saucyasi, our man in Australia, Stephen Beaumont. How you doing, dude? Yeah, I'm good, man. Good, just chilling. Sweet. All right, and our special guest this week is returning guest and friend of the show, Kai. How you doing? Hey guys, what's up? No, hold on. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, I hope you all looked into your heart of hearts before the show and found your Keyblade, because it's time for the Icebreaker. All right, this one comes in from Discord member J. Walter Weatherman, uh, I believe Travis of the Draft Punks, shout out. Um, his question is, what's your favorite game that you would never play again? You got anything locked and loaded for this, Steven? This is a tough one because there's a lot of uh, there are a lot of games that are one offs. Um, Probably the one that comes to mind the most is because of the fact that Arthur Morgan is undoubtedly my Mm. favorite video game character ever. But I do not want to do ADF of (laughs) that again. But I'd love to watch a supercut of like all of his conversations and stuff. But it's just like they just went too heavy in on the sim app. Um, element and like really living the life of a cowboy and having to eat and all that sort of stuff and the whole dead eye system sucked but man like such a good game though but it's just just, <laughs> just too long to want to replay yeah, yeah. my mind kind of went to that same place too to be honest just like big narrative based triple a mm. games you know like after i played the last of us part two it's like you know what well, an incredible story like it wrecked me i was just like that, crying at the end credits but yeah. it's like Never want to play that again. Exactly. That's my that was my other answer because I I don't like the ending as a parent. It doesn't fit with how mm. my life would go in that situation. Like you have to let go of hate at some point, especially when yeah. there's kids involved. It's just like that that hurt me too much. Even though it's a it's an amazing game and it says a lot, it um it's just too emotionally devastating for me That's to go That's right. Back to. Ellie murdered her own child. Uh Jonah, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I mean, it's, for me, it's probably games that have, like, a narrative twist or something in it that you just won't get, like, oh, sure. get that again, so. Yeah. Mm. I was gonna say Bioshock, but I've replayed it before, so. That's, yeah, that's it's, it, it's, it's okay on a replay. It's not, I'd say it's not as good, but it's still good. Yeah. Um, I guess a good game that I could recommend that's really easy to get into for a lot of people. Uh, Valiant Hearts. I love that game. Yeah, that's a good one and done. Uh, yeah, that game. <laughs> yeah. Good, well, good yeah. is good. Yeah. <laughs> also, you up. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, game, yeah that game will mess you up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, what about you, Kai? Anything come to mind? 
like when you said that, one of the first things that really came to my mind was games like Gex or like Conquer's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> Not that they're like sure. really bad games, but it's just like they were annoying in the aspect of just getting through everything that you needed to get to. You have to be kind of tactical with how you go about everything. They have some of the best storylines I remember as a kid, and I would always remember like going back through and doing all that. But in the long run of things, like oh, no, I'd much rather just stream them again than play them myself. Yeah. Yeah, I watched yeah, a 100%. I watched a retrospective on Bad Fur Day and I completely forgot the um the escape sequence of the war and there's just the teddies with bazookas and they just one shot you and it like <laughs> and he was saying like yeah. this took me like hours just to get through and I remember yep. and I remember I jumped over like one of the fences to like skip like three of them and like that's how I got through but yeah that is it just has like brutal difficulty spikes for no it, reason. Yeah, it was just, they're just very tedious and like, yeah. a fun angry nostalgic way, and I'm just not <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Cool, well, there you go. Uh, G. Walter Weatherman, thanks again for the question. And, um, I have a timer going off somewhere, and I don't know where it's coming from. But oh, did you pull up Steven. the you pulled up the Google timer? That's what you did. Is did when, I pull up the Google yeah, timer? You, you typed in Google timer. <laughs> And then you went to go that is to exactly the stopwatch. Do you know how I know I've this? I got the stopwatch. I've, I've done this several times. <laughs> and it's been on the show. So if you go into back past shows and you listen back, you can that's hear so a going off. And that's because uh, I didn't stop the timer before I started our stopwatch. Mm -hmm. Behind the but, scenes. Uh, yeah, in any case, uh, I think we're all a little bit curious, Guy, how maybe your uh, gaming journey has been this past year. But, uh, Stephen, I know you've ha you have a question. Okay. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I know that uh, you played either Scarlet or Violet of the new Pokemon games, and I was just wanting to know, because pretty solid new designs, mo mostly around the, around the board for um, Scarlet and Violet. So I was wondering who your favorites were from the new gen. So, uh, to be real with you, I actually, the Pokédex this time around bored me. I was oh, so really? ungodly bored. This was the first Pokémon <laughs> generation in forever where, like, nothing rang out to me. Like, I was not oh, hyped wow. on anyone or anything. I think by the time I even beat post-game, I only had, like, three members on my team that I actually wanted. It was... <laughs> Dang. Yeah, it was Brutal. very uneventful. I almost compared it to like black and white, and that was like my other yeah. least favorite yeah, in yeah, terms yeah. of Pokemon designs. Yeah, yeah. So I can't really say anything really stuck out to me. Um, in all honesty, I barely remember who they are. I just know I don't have Snorlax, and that's where my biggest oh. complaint is. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was some brutal cuts. I, I, I definitely noticed like some of my some big favorites were not there. So yeah, that was yeah, it was pr pretty brutal. Hopefully they um, fix it with some DLCs down the road. I'm yeah. pretty hopeful because they did cut out quite a lot of like the bigger fan favorites, which they have not done before. Yeah, I um I missed it main game or missed missed it until right near the end, so I didn't actually have a fully evolved one at the end. But I saw when I do raid battles like Tinkerton showing up a lot, yeah. and I thought that was a dope thing. It's just this tiny little pink like. <laughs> Pokemon with a massive like hammer, like metal yeah, hammer. It just looks, I like looks the lore dope. behind that one too. Yeah. Yes, that one has a brutal lore. Yeah. Uh, what is it like? It uh, intentionally tries to knock projectiles at Corviknights to kill them, and then take their scrap yep. armor to turn it to its hammer or whatever. Yep. Well, did you yeah. also see the really cool thing too? Because they totally played off of it. Uh, the shiny form 
doesn't actually like have like Tinkatong's not like shiny whatsoever. Yeah. The killed Pokemon is the shiny it's, part it's of it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's really <laughs> so funny when they do things like that, like that koala Pokemon where only the log changes Pages. colors. Yeah. Shiny. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Well, what about you, Steven? Do you have uh, some favorite um, ones? To yeah. Like to, to uh, Caden's dismay, oh. the, um, the, the, the rule 34 Pokemon uh, Masquerada yeah. from the, the starters yeah. has an amazing move called Flower Trick and it does. It's 70 base power, but it always crits. So I guess mm -hmm. it's like 100 base power or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly how crits work. I, I don't care. Um, but um, <laughs> but yeah, so that is actually like one of the best and like just freaking pretty bulky as well. Just got through like pretty much all of the game for me. I could almost like um, nice. use it in every situation. Um, and then there was, it was, I, I really liked, yeah, like the, the crazy pokemon that they had like the whole the oh, gimmick like the, is yeah. is that there's like ancient pokemon in mm -hmm. scarlet and then there's like future pokemon in violet and yeah. i thought they're, they're just really cool redesigns and some of the shinies are freaking phenomenal yeah. especially um there's a tyranitar that's all steel covered and it's green but then like when it's uh shiny it's actually silver and it just looks that's dope. cool that's cool that's yeah. cool yeah i think uh one of my favorite things to come out of this gen in the community are fan-made um ancient and future pokemon like, yeah come sure. really cool things there's one that's what i did that's like a charizard but instead of wings he has like a stegosaurus sail and he has like you know solar beam and stuff like that it's pretty that's cool. nice um yeah yeah um i'm I have one more Pokemon related question, but I can't. Oh yeah, I was just gonna shout out. I'm I don't really play Pokemon anymore, and I've I've absorbed the new Pokemon game by watching Kyle Bossman stream it. But uh, my favorite new Pokemon is probably Claude Sire. I just love that thing, dude. I just want to like lay on top of it and squeeze it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> just just a big blob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jonah, any uh, burning thoughts about Pokemon you may or may not have? No. <laughs> well uh guys aside from pokemon are there any uh games you want to shout out you play this year that maybe were in like your top games of the year yeah uh one of my friends actually got me to finally play yakuza like a dragon and uh, i'm not gonna lie that one like totally blew me out of the waters like <laughs> there was multiple times where i was just sitting there bawling like a baby because it's just it's super wholesome it's messed up but it's super wholesome in all the right ways yeah. And it just reminds you of like almost a good shonen in a way. So mm -hmm. I don't know. That's one I've been thoroughly enjoying, and I'm actually surprisingly good at it. And yeah, so that would be the number one for me. Wow, very cool. Uh, yeah, I yeah. don't know why until uh, you said that. That is like definitely a a very high game. Like, yeah, I, I can see it, it's now. Little, it is just yeah. it's so punny. It's so yeah. meme based, and it's just yeah. I love the references everywhere and just what you can do with it. So I'm really stoked for the new one coming out. I've definitely that's been on my radar. Um, mm -hmm. outside of that, it would actually just be the new Pokemon games. I did kind of no life that, especially when I got the flu, and um, that tired me out of playing video games. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It yeah. Can do Come closer than I've ever to starting the Yakuza series. I currently have Yakuza Zero in my Steam wish list. Oh, so. wish list! <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> yeah. So it's, so it's only twenty bucks too. So if that goes on sale, I'll probably oh, pull the trigger. It's, it's really good. the 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 melodrama is is still there, but yeah, that's it's surprisingly emotional series for how melodramatic and goofy it is. Like, mm. yeah. 
Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, with that, I'll turn things over to our uh, judge, Jonah Gomer, to judge the debate. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the debate. I am Jonah Gomer, and today we have a fun Kingdom Hearts debate with Kai representing Kingdom Hearts 1 versus Kaden representing Kingdom Hearts 2. Kai is our guest. Would you like to start or close out yeah. the debate? I'll go ahead and I'll start with this one because I have a feeling the rebuttal is going to be a little bit easier for him because that's usually <laughs> how it goes when you are uh, the second best in a series. Oh, <laughs> wow. Shots are already being fired, folks. This one's going to be a doozy. Well, Kai, you have two minutes on the clock. Ready, set, da -da 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 debate. All right, so I'd say Kingdom Hearts 1 for me overdid it for Kingdom Hearts 2 just for the simple fact that I, for when it came out and everything, it was the only game that was kind of like what it was and the way that it could appeal to both audiences, both younger and older. And almost, I almost felt like a lot of the games back in those days weren't really geared towards both audiences, either one or the other, and you didn't really intermingle those a whole lot. Um, and just everything it had to offer. It was challenging without being way too over-challenging, minus, you know, the first four worlds. We're not going to talk about that. Um, but it was also engaging, and it really kind of made you think about the future and what games could eventually become just off of this simple notion that we could get Disney and Square Enix together, and who wouldn't want that? Come on, Final Fantasy with Mickey? A1. You're giving up the rest of your time. You've still got plenty of time, Kai. Do I really? Yeah, you, you <laughs> have you have like a whole minute and ten seconds. Talk about the game. About the debate. <laughs> yeah, um, this is always where. Yeah, this is always the harder part for me. I'm not good with time limits like this. You can go ahead and take it. Okay. <laughs> Fifty minute opener. Aiden, are you, or 50 second opener. Uh, that would have been a minute. Oh, that was the fast 50 minutes, 50 second opener. Caden, <laughs> are you ready? Big so. Big so. Two minutes on the clock. Ready, set, go. When Mulan said, For China! I really felt that. When Jack Skellington said, Season's greetings from Jack, the Pumpkin King. I really felt that. But when Oogie Boogie said, I feel like a million bugs. I really felt that. <laughs> when Simba said, It's me, Simba. I really felt that. I really felt that, you know? When Timon and Pumbaa said, Hakuna Matata. I, I really felt that. I really felt that, guys. When Mushu said, I'm a bona fide guardian dragon. I, I, I mean, I, I really felt that. When Tron said, You guys really are users. I really felt that. When Phil said, Get up on the Hydra's back! Get up on the Hydra's back! Get up on the Hydra's back! I really felt that. 
Antifa said, Cloud! I really felt that. When Cloud said, Sephiroth! I really felt that. When Sephiroth said, Cloud. 30 really seconds. When King Mickey said, Stay in Nort! I really felt that. When Cypher said, Hey, chicken wuss. I really felt that. When Final Fantasy X Auron said, I'm no hero. I'm just an Auron. I really felt that. Time. Alright, that is <clears throat> definitely is one of, yes. uh, that is definitely one of the uh, most interesting openers. One of the debates of our time. Yeah. That's a debate of the year. Uh, Kai. <clears throat> Uh, Caden definitely brought some serious heat to this debate, obviously. Um, I really you... felt that. <laughs> uh, you both still have Steven as your assist trophy. I definitely forgot to say that at the beginning of the debate. But uh, you both still have your 30-second assist trophy. It is time to go into round two of our rebuttals. Hi, you have two minutes on the clock. Are you ready? Never, but it can be worse than the intro. <laughs> All right. <laughs> two minutes on the clock. Ready, set, debate. You said some characters' names. I felt that. Mm -hmm. You kept saying some other characters' names. I felt that too. Yeah. But maybe, just maybe, if you took it back to where it all began, you would see that the beginning of the journey is better than the middle. Is it the middle though? You won't know unless you have played the game that comes in between the two. But how do you know where they came from? Who is? <laughs> Nominee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna bring a Steven in for that one. I totally believe that. Steven. Twilight Town sucks. The song is worse than Inataka. I can't remember what her name is. Like composer. The, um, 15 seconds. And yeah, so. Oh, give, give me time. Uh, Tron level absolutely sucks. Pirates sucks. Uh, pretty much most of the levels suck compared to Kingdom Hearts 1. Like, you're joking. You're joking with this. Time. Kai, go ahead. Got a minute and ten. Wait, what? You've still got time in your, your rebuttal. Keep rebutting. Keep trashing Oh, on rebuttaling. Food. Oh. Oh. <laughs> well. Uh, I mean. I'm totally blanking on all this, yeah. I'm gonna See? give this one to Kaden. No, awesome. I'm gonna give this one to Kaden. Like I can't, I can't, I cannot. I, yeah, that was uh, that was too good for That's me. I'm awesome just... to see, honestly. You know. <laughs> yeah, you just you just got me with those characters mm -hmm. and feeling it. Kaden, yeah. <laughs> you have. See, so last game sucks. Kaden, <laughs> you've got two minutes on the clock for your rebuttal. I'm so scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> Three, two, one. Debate. 
Alright, so after all, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 are video games, and the most important thing about video games is the gameplay. And the one thing I think Kingdom Hearts has, if anything, over Kingdom Hearts... Kingdom Hearts 2 has, if anything, over Kingdom Hearts 1 is the combat. Um, Kingdom Hearts 1 combat is super clunky. For a large portion of the game, all you can do is a 1-2-3 basic combo. Um, specifically speaking on higher difficulties here, because both games are just button mashers on lower difficulties. Um, the depth of the combat in Kingdom Hearts 2 really shines on higher difficulties. There's really an insane degree of uh, customization. The amount of uh, different kinds of combos you can set up. You can even reduce the number of attacks in your combos to just jump right to finishers, or you can completely remove finishers from your combo to do infinite combo juggling. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 magic is all basically just like projectile damage dealing. You only really have to think about it when you're trying to target an enemy's specific weakness, but Kingdom Hearts 2 magic now has like utility. Like Blizzard is a long range projectile, Fire is like a close range AoE for crowd control. And Thunder now launches enemies into the air to initiate aerial combat. But speaking of aerial combat, Kingdom Hearts 1 technically has aerial attacks for Sora, but you just use them only for attacking already airborne enemies. But Kingdom Hearts 2 kind of takes it to the next step by allowing you to initiate aerial combos by launching grounded enemies with attacks like Thunder. So, you know, it brings it into that sphere of like your DMCs and your bayonets and things where you can get yourself out of danger by seconds. jumping up in the air with aerial combat. Um, the other super important thing is the drive gauge, uh, allowing you to enter basically devil triggers. You've got multiple different drive forms um, that have strengths and weaknesses. And um, another really cool wrinkle about the game is that when you run out of magic, your drive gauge regenerates more quickly when you attack enemies. So you think when you go on, I can't heal myself, I can't defend anymore, I don't have any magic, but making your drive gauge Time. regenerates will you to go on the offensive. Very nice. I had so much stuff I couldn't fit all in. Oh, Steven. Uh, uh, me? Oh yep. no, do I have to, <laughs> I have to represent Hitmaster 2? I'm getting okay. so heated right now. Okay. <laughs> We're going to represent um, Okay, uh, this is a rebuttal. Okay, so obviously the biggest faults of, yeah, Kingdom Hearts 1 are going to be the combos. Yes, that does kind of suck. Um, and also the magic system betrays you in the secret bosses because seconds. they require magic and it's so hard to have enough magic to actually d deal any sort of damage to those secret bosses. Um, yeah, that's like, it's, it's biggest faults. <laughs> I give you enough with Flash, Jonah, going from my meme opening to my completely legit and serious. Yeah, I was, I was not ready for it, <laughs> honestly. All right, Kai, we're going into our closing thoughts. Round three, you have already used your assist trophy. You have two minutes on the clock. Ready, set, debate. So my closing thoughts on all this is even though Caden made a very good point for how 2 is better all around, you just can't beat the nostalgia of waking up on a Saturday morning in your PJs with some cereal sitting on the ground and just beating the crap out of your favorite Disney villains. And I think the nostalgia alone is what's going to outweigh anything that Kingdom Hearts 2 attempted to approve on because it's not the same as when you did it the first time around. And those are my closing thoughts. Can, 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 can I have a second? Oh, Sorry, bro. This is unfair to Kingdom Hearts 1. I've got so much stuff to say. Well, I guess you're just going to have to say it with your heart. 
Alright, Caden. Close on the top. Yes, sir. Three, two, <clears throat> one, debate. First of all, I'd just like to say you can also sit on your living room floor and eat cereal on a Saturday morning while playing Kingdom Hearts 2 and kill Disney villains. Uh, but more than that, <laughs> when Rox has said, I will disappear from this world in 181 days. Really felt that. <laughs> when Nominee said, you, you were ne never supposed to exist, Roxas. I really felt that. When Diz said, Roxas wasn't the only one who was never meant to exist. I really felt that. That was pretty good. When Roxas said, I'm dreaming, but which parts were the dream? I really felt that. When Sora said, Is this a dream or is it real? A scattered dream that's like a far off memory. A far off memory that's like a scattered dream. I really felt that. When Diz said, When I met Riku for the first time, he still had the appearance of a boy. I really felt that. When Riku said, If the world is made of light and darkness, we'll be the darkness. I really felt that. When Kairi said, There are many worlds, but they share the same sky. One sky, one destiny. I really felt that. When Roxas said, 30 seconds. Zora, you're lucky. Looks like my summer vacation is over. I really felt that. When Sora said, I guess you think you can psych me out by saying really random stuff. I really felt that. <laughs> I concede my two seconds. Oh, shit. What is this debate even? Like, this debate makes as much sense as the game series we're talking about. Um, I just wanted to say that Caden's uh, impression of uh, Diz sounds exactly like uh, the guy singing the, uh, the, the Grinch song. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, we're we're not gonna get any thoughts. There are no winners on this uh this debate. We had mm -hmm. to debate Kingdom Hearts. Therefore, uh, we will go into the next yep. segment, the pitch. All right, thank you very much for judging uh that poor show, Jonah. And, uh, <laughs> Uh, real quick on uh, last week's uh, betting special, we did have our community vote on who they thought uh, made the most wise bets, and I am pleased to say that I received the most votes, uh, barely uh, beating Jonah by one vote. Uh, so we'll see. Time will tell if Jonah was actually smart or not. I voted with my heart on my head, so I think the community just just wants to see that dub for the heart, no, just like in I Kingdom mean... Hearts, but. Caden, you you represented the people. I yeah, represented yeah. They're voting myself. for themselves. You you were the voice of the people, and the people called out and said, Caden wins. 
It makes right, sense. We'll see. We'll just have to wait uh, one year to find out the thrilling conclusion. Uh, but moving on, it is now time for the pitch, wherein a few of us panelists will have two minutes to give an elevator pitch on a game we've been playing and try to convince the rest of us to buy the game. Uh, this week, I believe we have Jonah and Steven pitching. Do either of you want to nominate yourselves to go first? I'll go first. All right, Jonah, please approach the pitcher's mound. I suppose that I should prepare a two-minute timer to give me one second to do that. I am ready to do this pitch. Probably going to be short because I'm really bad at pitching. But you know what? I'll get the information out there that you need to know. (laughs) All right. Are Are you ready, Jonah, for the countdown? Yes. Three, two, one, pitch. All right. I know this isn't really the crowd for this pitch, but, you know, maybe I'll sell it. You guys like games that... Well, I guess you guys do like Doom and Doom Eternal. Do you like games like oh, that yeah. with oh yeah high-intensity, mm-hmm. first-person combat? Yes, sir. Crazy techniques and fun movement. Do you like games with a interesting, unique story? Oh, yeah. Yes. Now... What if I told you that this game, unlike Doom Eternal, was full of color and life and exploration with a lot of, like, Metroidvania-inspired mechanics in it? With a super fun narrative, with fun characters, and, um, you know, a little bit of humor thrown in there. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be, that's just like the bullet points for my pitch. Nice. All right. You can leave Mm. 50 seconds on the table. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little red herring when he says a little bit of humor. Now, my only, my only question is, well, I I guess it's not a question. I, I, I'm just worried it's a game that I probably wouldn't like, but the fact that you said Metroidvania gets me excited. I'm, I'm happy to play a first person metroidvania game because i absolutely love metro prime so oh, can i get a what is this a full full price game oh you're gonna say can i get an amen <laughs> uh yes okay yes. um yeah so obviously a shooter for me i'm gonna wait on a sale most likely so yeah we're no. waiting on a sale it's a good sale game i don't know if i can't even think of another first-person Metroidvania besides literally Metroid Prime 1 and 2 and 3. Um, but yeah, sounds right up my alley. You're, you're calling in the Metroidvania. You're calling in the Doom-esque first-person shooter. Colorful, humorous. What's not to like? I, I'm in. I'm in, man. What do you think, Kai? I'm going to agree with Steven on this one. Uh, first-person shooters, shooters in general are not something I'm particularly good at, but... You always gotta give something a try at least once, so I would agree. I'd wait for it to go on sale and then I'd give it a try. Okay. You think Jonah? Ready to reveal the secret? Does anybody have any guesses as to what this game is? I was worried I was worried it was high on life. That is exactly what it is. Oh snap. (laughs) I completely forgot about that. That's why I was a bit worried, (laughs) because it's not my kind of humor. The nice thing about High on Life, yes, it is Justin Justin Roiland's game, and yeah, it is a lot of Rick and Morty humor. I rescind my yes vote out of solidarity (laughs) with the victims of Justin Roiland, sorry. Yeah, 
Oh, is there stuff going on with Justin Roiland? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah, is very, yeah. very recent. Like, this past week, a bunch of people come out and be like, yeah, he, like, you know, sexually assaulted us, and, oh. like, people in his company have been harassed, so he's just, like, a complete piece of crap who deserves oh, to die. Oh, so. that's no bueno. Okay, well, I didn't know that. He's like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, I feel bad for pitching this. Uh, anyway, well, I can at least support the devs know. that worked really hard on this game yeah. because they made a very, very solid shooter. If you take the writing out of the game um huh. the gameplay itself is is really fun like i do enjoy some of the 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 writing that is in it um i i do think rick and morty is is funny at points but um if that is like a major concern for you there is like a slider that you can turn down how frequently your guns are talking equipping back at you. yeah uh nice um but yeah i mean i've had a lot of fun it it really is a doom style doom combat style metroidvania first person shooter with really good movement really good shooting mechanics and uh, some really solid exploration. Nice. And it's also on Game cool. Pass if you don't want to spend any money. <laughs> right. Well, I guess I gotta go play that now. <laughs> you don't have to wait for it to go on sale. It already is. Ooh. I've already paid for it. Nice. Good to know. Yeah, I didn't know that game was meant to be like a Doom-like. I haven't really seen a lot of gameplay. Yeah, I didn't know it was fast. I like because whenever they showed it, they showed it like it was. It's you know, it's not more of a as fast as Doom, but it is quick. Yeah, because they they showed it off like it was like a a parody of like um Fallout or uh, Outer Worlds kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, with like a lot of choice, narrative choices kind of thing uh, when it's, they showed it off. In- it's not a yeah. lot. Like more of a shooter. It's not a okay. lot. The, the shooting mechanics. Like it wasn't, oh, I want to write a really funny game and then we'll just put some shooting mechanics on it because it's a first person shooter and sh- first person shooters well mm-hmm. or sell yeah. well. It's let's make a really solid game and then we'll write funny uh, jokes on it. top of it. Yeah. It. Yeah. Nice. All right. Next up to the pitcher's mound is Steven. Are you ready? All right. I am very... I hope so. Yeah, let's go. All right. Three, two, one. PH. Okay. So, you know, we we all love our nostalgia bait. So does anyone like the aesthetic of the PlayStation 2 era of video Mm. games? No? Okay. So we're already (laughs) lost trying to... That's fine. So... Would you like to play a game in that style that just has just so much that you can do? Just you have you can choose where you want to go, you can choose who you want to interact with. And not only that, there are some absolutely awesome main questline storylines and characters that you meet along the way that have a lot of emotional depth. Um and you even have like um some seemingly like sketchy like rivals and stuff in your way that you get to peel back like in an anime you know before the rival's death you always find out about their tragic past and like why they're doing this and you get that from this and it really took me by surprise because i didn't expect it um not only that 
really engaging um, combat system with so many different loadouts. Um, the and and one of the coolest things is like just like it's um it's an RPG and like some of the monsters that you fight are just like just like thirty seconds. Just di different monsters like mush together uh, into into these crazy different um yeah like different things that you that, that you fight um not only that like the music is just pretty damn banging especially um by the end and the the climax the finale of the game is quite emotional uh a lot of people said like they they were very very surprised and and got really emotional from it so yeah it's definitely worth getting to the finale um Huh. Perfectly timed elevator. I think Coach I know what Johnson. game you're you're pitching. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, once I get, I just feel out of the the pulse. Like I, I have no idea what this is, but PS2 era aesthetic yeah. is that what you meant by PS2? Yeah, PS, PS2 era aesthetic for sure. Okay. Yeah. PS2 era aesthetic RPG banger soundtrack and combat uh, customization. I mean Frankenstein monsters. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Joe is I... laughing at me. Yeah, I, I'm in, I guess. I have no idea what this is, but it's yeah. cool. almost sounds like Final Fantasy X or something. That's yeah. exactly kind of what I was thinking at first. I was like, there's no way this is going to be Goat Simulator. And then I knew <laughs> it fully wasn't Goat Simulator when you said there was actual depth to the game outside of just interacting with whatever you wanted. But the fact that it is like based around the PS2 era aesthetics, I would have to give it a try at the oh, very yeah. least. <laughs> Jonah, I'm I'm out. I'm, okay. I'm fairly certain I know what Steven's talking about. What have you done to us, Steven? Um, well, Kaya's already ha had the uh, the joy of uh, experiencing this, but yeah, it is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. <laughs> and like, I'm not joking when I do say like the some of the characters are the best written in the series. I like, just can't. The um and, and, and I just love the fact that yeah the uh, hey it looks like a PS2 cat if no one's denying that. It's a very clunky, like laggy PS2 game. I played 40 chess there and predicted what Steven was guessing. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird how many people I've heard like say that like the story is actually incredible like not not just not even for like a pokemon game but it's actually like an i just can't okay, not not like not, i can't no, it, it. honestly I it's saying. a really solid game it's yeah. it, they did very well and it's the first pokemon main installment that has come out in a long time where it actually feels like i'm playing a fresh rpg that has pokemon aesthetics instead of just playing another Pokemon video game, yeah. and that's what um, really took the cake for me there. Yeah, Larry, uh, the normal gym leader, who spoilers is also in the Elite Four, is hilarious. Pokemon is just his day job; he does not care. He's just there <laughs> for the paycheck, and he's just hilarious the whole time. He's like, "Oh, you should, you know." He he runs a he runs a restaurant as well, and he's just like, "Oh, you, you know, you should try the food here; it's like really good." But like, and could we not like take that long? Like, I just had lunch, like. <laughs> it's just like he just doesn't care at all um and uh yeah but my, all the gym leaders really cool really um all of them have jobs around where where their town is and so they're really integrated into the town and having a gym battle is an event so like they'll actually like have wherever the like you don't see it in the normal you don't go into a building and there's the gym it's always somewhere in the town 
and you go in and you'll talk to someone to have the gym battle and then you go to like the middle of town and have it and then people will come and watch the gym battle because it's actually like a, a, a cool event like it's like a sporting event um it's just really cool ideas um and then just the Starfall Street, I thought, okay, this is going to be really bad. Like, it's another really goofy, like, Team Skull. Like, um, the bad guys are just some punk kids. Super emotional by, by the end. And, like, every single time you would beat one, you'd get that anime backstory of, like, what, what, what this kid's doing. And their actual, like, intentions are completely, like, awesome. And, like, I couldn't, I was really shocked. And, like, the goofiness of, like, they do this, like, star pattern. And, like, it's hilarious. It just made me laugh every single time. And it just really, like, made them fully rounded characters. And then there's a, the the other storyline is the Titans, um, which are all these massive Pokemon, and there's this massive crater. And when you get down into that crater into the end game, like, the character that you've met doing all the Titans and stuff has just, like, so much emotional weight. Like, it just gets thrown on them. Um, and, yeah, it's just, like, it, yeah, it's crazy that it did what it did like it's not like yeah it's not shakespeare it's not you know I'm not, we're not we're not lying and saying that but it, it it kicked it kicked some goals for sure you're you're missing one very important thing about these two installments though is even though they are the 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 same generation and everything they're two completely different games what you yeah, get yeah, yeah. when you play violet is a different than what you get when you play scarlet so like yeah. you don't fully get the full picture until you play both Mm, cool. And like you will get spoiled heavily for things if you only play one and not the other. And so yeah. if you don't have that knowledge or that concept, you can get yeah. confused when reading online forums about different things what about yeah. what's going on. But both now I have to spend a hundred and twenty dollars <laughs> yeah. on a Pokemon game. <laughs> yeah. I'm um, really yeah. sad I said yes. <laughs> um see hey, that... mine was on Game Pass. Yeah. Um <laughs> Tell, tell me about the Team Star battles where you're just running from group of enemy to group yeah, of enemy so that, battling. Like, is that, that actually asked? Like, that is, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I okay. would 100% say that, that, and it, I don't know how they messed it up, but for some reason you can't, you can't L, like, you, like any normal shooter game, you can't hold L to target, like with a reticule. Right. Um, and so they just d decided that, ah. Oh, they just wanted to have like autofocus like in a Batman game or something. So like you just gotta be hopefully facing the right way and press like R in those situations and hope that your Pokemon runs out and attacks it. But it doesn't have like the Batman like auto lock on. It's like you've gotta be dead on. Otherwise your Pokemon just jumps out there and it just like runs off into the distance. And you're like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. And it makes it makes no sense because they made Arceus literally like twelve months before. And it had a perfectly good uh, targeting system that they could have utilized, yeah. and they didn't. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that Move sucks. The but one. the stories are great. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, we had a polarizing grab bag of games this <laughs> week on the pitch. So. <laughs> uh, with that, I'll turn things over to you, Stephen, uh, for the game. Let's get amongst it. Back by unpopular demand is actually one of the favorites from myself that I was introduced to by Go Goma. Goma. <laughs> it's like Jonah, the Goma. Um, <laughs> it's a 10, but. And so we're taking, uh, I've got five video games 
and we're going to go around in a circle. We're going to go Jonah, going to go Kai, going to go Caden and, my, and myself, and we'll keep going around um, until we find out if these video games are a 10 with the descriptors that I give them. So, first up to the plate with Jonah. It's a 10, but it's a walking sim. Wow, that's a, a four. Yeah. Ooh. Damn. All right, Kai. It's a ten. It's a four, but it's really short. Ooh, that's a one. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my god. Say, at least it's a short walking sim. <laughs> All right. Okay. It it's a one, Caden, but you play as a bunch of different characters. I know what this is. Mm, I mean. That's not really a huge plus or minus for me, so we'll leave it at a one for now. Uh, I'm just going to pass it back to Jonah because I feel like I shouldn't be involved in this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a ten. It's a one. But the story will bring you to tears. Uh, it's a one. But the story it's a one, sorry. Tears. It's a one, but the story will bring you to tears. Um, <laughs> we'll bump it back up to a four. Four. Okay. Four's, four's tidy. Uh, it's a four, Kai, but it may not have a happy ending. Ooh, we're going to bump that to a seven. Nice. Yeah. All right. Uh -huh. So, what remains of Edith Finch yep. is officially a seven. Yeah. I played it. That's, that's in the ballpark. That's about where I put it. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's more worthy of that, but yes, when you start, it is a walking sim. So I, I love the can't fish shy away from that. Yeah, the cannery, you're chopping fish and just like yeah, that's a, yeah, that's emotional. Oh that that's hectic. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the worst thing was somewhat like I think it was like cheap bars gamer or something was like posted like it was on sale and used like spoilers the guillotine as like the shot that they were selling it. I'm like that's like one of the best moments of the game. Like you don't do yeah. that shit. Not cool. Oh. All right. So who did we finish with? We finished with Kai. Yep. Yeah. So we're at we're at at Caden. <clears throat> it's That's a cool. ten, but it's an open world game. It's a ten, man. I, I like open world. Nice. nice. All right, Jonah. Oh, let's let's get it. It's a ten, but it's a shooter. Open world shooter. shooter. Um, Most of those are bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, those Recon. We'll, like. <laughs> we'll go with eight. An eight. Okay. All right, Kai, it's a 10, but it's a Ubisoft game. No. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing this dirty like that? We're going to bump that down to a five. <laughs> oh, this, this is the worst person for this to land on, I feel like. All right, it's a, it's a 10, Kaden, it's a five. but it, it features a Skrillex banger. Oh. It's a five, but it features a Skrillex banger. <laughs> I think just for that, it, it has to at least lose a point for me. So it's oh, no! <laughs> Literally the greatest thing about the game. All right, so to finish it off, Jonah, it's a 10. Oh, sorry, it's a, fa a four? four? A four? four. Holy four. moly. It's a four, but no one remembers the real bad guy's name. <laughs> Wait, is this Kingdom Hearts 2? <laughs> <laughs> See, if the bagger had a finished on Jonah, it could Man, have been like... Yeah. Um, 
That's on Yeah, it's, he knows what it is too. I, I know exactly what it is. It it's but based on the it's, the numbers. It's a four. Oh there. no! So sorry to Wes Bates out there, but Far Cry Three is a four. Far Cry yeah. Three is actually a nine, but yeah, <laughs> with how you with ask the questions, yeah. <laughs> but man. I've only played Far Cry 4, and it was pretty mid. But... Burn them down by Skrillex yeah, in that it's, mission it's is just very that, good. That is an 11 out of 10. All right, but it's a four actually. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, Kai, it's a 10, but it's an ARPG. So what? ARP action RPG. We're gonna go with nine. Yeah. Uh Hey, it's a it's a ten, it's a nine, but the gra the graphics have aged like milk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that can be hard sometimes. We'll, we'll give it that eight. We'll give it that eight. Oh, that's nice. That's nice of you. All right, Jonah. It's an eight, but there is an insane amount of stuff to do. Hmm. Uh, it's a six. Okay. Uh, it's a six. Kai, but you are not limited to just one class. Ooh, that's gonna go back up to an eight. Nice. It's an eight, Caden, but killing a single chicken will turn a town against you. <laughs> that's a plus in my book, so we'll leave it at Hell yeah, this is our best scored game. Gyrim is a nine. Gyrim, let's go. Yeah, it's a nine. It's that, yes. it's that curdled milk Next aging. Out. It would have been a ten. It was a ten in twenty eleven. You could like it, like, that's the thing. Like aging like milk can be like devastating to some people. Yeah, but yeah, man. It's it's a hideous looking amazing game. Mm. Hair, I mean, man. some people oh, do like hair. some cottage cheese though, yeah. so it makes sense. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so Jonah, I think I'm at. Yep. It's a ten, but it's cheesy as hell. Oh, it's a 10. Hell yeah. It's a 10, Kai. But you can be a pervert. <laughs> oh, it's 100% staying a 10. It's a 10, okay? But you can throw eggs. <laughs> oh, man. I'd make it an 11 if I could. But yeah, 10. <laughs> it's a 10, Jonah. But you can su suplex cultists. Oh! oh. So now, it's a 15! <laughs> <laughs> it's a 15, Kai, but you can play Tetris in your suitcase. Dude, hell yeah, I sing a 15. Hell yeah. Resident Evil 4 is a 15 yeah, out of 10. We all know it. Absolutely. <laughs> it's the most accurate it's a 10 we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing eggs at Ashley never gets old. <laughs> Oh, all right. Uh, who, 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 okay, we, we went on to Caden. Uh, it's a ten, but the graphics are phenomenal. Ooh, I mean ten, right? It's a ten, Jonah, but the combat and magic system are a heap of fun. Uh, it's ten. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's a ten, Kai, but hmm. Where are the cartoon characters? What? <laughs> Keep it out of time. It's a 10, Caden, but... Oh. 
it's just Pixar and live action? I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I know exactly what this is. We'll drop it to average. I mean, 7 out of 10. A little cautious. It's a... It, okay, it's a 7, uh, Jonah. Cloud? Leon? Sid? Oh. Where'd you go? I know exactly what this is. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. <laughs> uh, we'll keep it at a 7. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 is a 7. <laughs> it sure is, man. It sure is. That's actually uh, being very kind. Alright, we're, yeah. we're all done. Did we want to do what? I've got one bonus one if you want to. Yeah, let's do the bonus one. locked and loaded. Let's do the bonus Alright. Alright, so, Kai. It's a 10, but one screen? Hmm. Well, we're going to bump that down to a 6. Okay, it's a... It's a ten, Caden, but hungry at hungry AF. It's a six, Caden, but hungry AF. Uh, I'm gonna take that sexually, so we'll bump it up to an eight. <laughs> it's it's, a, it's an eight, Jonah, but pillin' in a coloured room. What did you say? Pillin' in a coloured room. I don't know what that means. Pillin'. Pillin'. Oh. You're pilled on Zelda, dude. Popping pills? Popping pills in a colored room. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll go with a seven. <laughs> it's a seven, Kai. But why is your name Clyde? We're going to go ahead and keep it at a seven. Mm. It's a seven, Caden. But Scott Pilgrim told me about it. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it a, a seven. I don't know. All right, Pac-Man is a seven. That was my bonus one. <laughs> oh, Pac-Man is a seven. Yeah, yeah I think I think true. its novelty quickly wears off. Pillin in a colored room. Pillin in a colored room. Yeah. All right. It's well, a we made it, to the, uh, made it to the end of the podcast, folks. Congratulations! Pat yourselves on the back. We'll have a quick round of final thoughts. Uh, Kai, as our guest, uh, any final thoughts you have? It could be literally anything, anything you'd like to plug, just whatever's on your mind. Yeah, I have to better prepare the next time I'm going to go up against a debate on you. I did not realize <laughs> how much you've improved. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I really felt that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Stephen, what else are you feeling? Um, I have been rereading the graphic novel series Grayson, which is when um, Dick Grayson goes and becomes a spy, um, and it's freaking awesome. The storyline is so much better than I remember, although some of the art fluctuates because, like, they have one of the most amazing artists, Mikhail Janin. He's on some of them, and then there's another secondary artist on some of the chapters, and when the secondary artist comes in, it's just like, damn, I really... Like, this could have been a tighter series with just the the 10 out of 10 artist. Um, yeah. But yeah, so... Yeah, so it, it ebbs and flows, but the story is really cool. Sweet. Jonah, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Well, my final thoughts are... What a debate we had today. <laughs> what a absolute waste of time of a debate we had today. <laughs> we'll see what I don't the, care what uh, anybody says. Kingdom Hearts sucks. And I'm dropping the mic. Wow. <laughs> You're entitled to your opinion, I yes. suppose. It um, sounds like a, you got to make some friends, bud. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. They'll, they'll help yeah. you believe. Yeah. In the I'll words of Proper the Rapper, we just got to believe. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you can't mm-hmm. believe in the heart of the cards without friends, Jonah. My final thoughts are uh, I'm investigating alternative tabletop role-playing game systems besides D&D because Wizards and Hasbro can suck my dick. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, I just got the PDF of the Pathfinder 2nd Edition Coral Book, and it's like almost 700 pages long, so that's going to be fun. Uh, and as always, I've been your host, Katie Marathay Lane. Uh, as always, happy gaming. Bye. Bye. And yo, <laughs> As always, a big thank you to our friend, Miss Riven, for the music in our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to check out more of what they have, you can pay them a visit on Twitter at capital M I S T capital R I V E N seven one nine or on Bandcamp at Mistriven. Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time. Well, when you think about it, Kingdom Hearts in general, uh, when it first came out, and can I redo that? Sorry. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> 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 I was just like the back of my head was saying that you get hard of the card. <laughs> Put your hand in, Kai, and we'll all draw our symbol on our hand for our friendship. That's what the Trinity jumps are for. You can't trust them, youths. (laughs) God damn it. For some reason, I'm from Brooklyn, but I'm a 16-year-old kid. From Japan. You say there are 16-year-old kids in Brooklyn? From Japan. Remember when we used to bully Yugs? That was great times. <laughs> <laughs>